Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today's episode is going to be a reminder kind of episode on mindfulness. Actually going to get into mindfulness basics. And my hope for this podcast is that it will be one that you can return to over and over again to refresh your mind on what mindfulness is. Sometimes we think we're just doing something and we may have lost the essence of it. So refer back to this podcast because it's going to be very basic. But when we revisit something, we tend to be able to look at it from a different perspective, from a higher perspective. As we journey through our clearing of anxiety panic, we can come back to mindfulness as a basic practice and remind ourselves where we're at and we can see that there is a deeper way to do this. And it isn't right or wrong that we didn't do it like that when we first started. It's just the way it was. We begin where we're at. But if we can refresh and come back to these mindfulness basics here and there, we begin to go deeper. We see that we are on a a deeper level this time because life is like a spiral. We, We tend to go back to the same issues in our life over and over again, but we never visit them from the same perspective. We are never at the same place that we were when we originally had the issue. So it's the same with our healing. If we can remember to come back and refresh our mindfulness, maybe we can come back and refresh our meditation practice. All of those things, we can look at them now from a different perspective. And I think that you're going to be surprised because when you come back and revisit this in the future, you're going to see exactly how far you've come. It's one of the beautiful things about looking back. It's one of the reasons that a journal can be helpful. You know, I often refer to 
the looking back process as what we do if and using the metaphor of of going out on a surfboard on your belly paddling out toward the horizon and you can feel like you can paddle forever because in the ocean unless you have another island or something for reference that horizon just seems forever away and you paddle and you paddle and that's exactly how our journey through anxiety panic can feel like i'm doing the work i'm paddling out toward that horizon of healing but i don't feel like i'm getting anywhere so this is where i ask you to go back and refresh to come back to these basics the mindfulness basic maybe i'll do a meditation basic and so forth ones that you can use as a touchstone to come back and look just like you would sit up on that surfboard and turn around and look at the shore the shore that you started this journey on and you can see then how far you have come Paddling out to the horizon gives you no reference as to how far you are moving and how much ground you have covered. But if you sit up and you take a moment to look back or to refresh by listening to a mindfulness basic or by reading in your journal uh, where you were so many months ago and seeing just how different your perspective is now, It's like sitting up on that surfboard and looking back at the shore. You really get to take a moment and digest how far you have come and enjoy those moments. Give yourself a pat on the back and rest in the knowing that you are moving forward and you are making a difference in your life. So let's look at these mindfulness basics. Mindfulness is often called strictly meditation. In a nutshell, mindfulness means to pay attention on purpose in the present moment, non-judgmentally, and being aware of the experience that unfolds moment by moment. And as one of my mentors, John Kabat-Zinn, often adds to that, as if your life depends on it, because it does. So again, mindfulness means paying attention on purpose in the present moment, non-judgmentally. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. 
OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So why is it so important, especially when we're talking about our anxiety or our stress levels, our OCD, our phobias, whatever we're dealing with that is really got us locked into a loop in our minds? Uh, Why is mindfulness so important? So I have three tips here as to why it's so important. Number one, mindfulness adds to our ability to focus in the present moment, which really helps us to soothe overwhelming emotions and thoughts and anxiety. And we know what those uh, overwhelming emotions are that can be fear, can be sadness, grief, Uh, And thoughts, you know, what are the thoughts that come up that mindfulness can help with? Mindfulness can help with those ruminating thoughts, those intrusive thoughts, and just flat out helping with anxiety because we can focus in the present moment. And when we are focused in the present moment, it soothes those that overwhelming feeling that comes from those emotions, those thoughts, or even our general anxiety. The second reason that mindfulness is important is that it helps to identify the judgmental thoughts Uh, whether they're thoughts about things outside yourself or things within yourself, such as your thinking. And those are the things, those judgmental thoughts about something outside yourself or within yourself are the things that often lead us to feelings of anxiety or high stress. And the third piece why uh, mindfulness is so important is that it develops and encourages the use of our wise mind. And our wise mind helps us to make healthy decisions for our lives each and every day. But if we don't know that we have a wise mind, we can't use it. And we all have it, but we don't use it because we don't know it's there. And The only way to know it's there is to pay attention, to be mindful. And that really helps us. It helps us to dig in and feel, oh, uh, I do have another piece of me. I have the mind that is watching me watch my mind. It's, It's there. And this is the wise mind. This is the observer, and it can really help us make healthy decisions in our lives. And in that way, it's very important. So moving on, we can talk a little bit now about how do we do it? How do we actually do this mindfulness practice? We practice by focusing on the present moment 
and we can we can focus on the present moment through our thoughts, our emotions, and our physical sensations. So using mindfulness to focus on the present moment with your thought would be to actually be aware of what you're thinking. And the reason why we like to set aside time in our day to use meditation, mindfulness meditation, is to set aside time where that's all we're doing is focusing on the present moment through our thinking. And we can use through our day by getting through our day, noticing our emotions and our thoughts also. But often one of the things that calls our attention right away is an emotion or feeling something. Um, Often it can be a, a, a negative thought of emotion, such as sadness or grief or disappointment, something that makes us feel that we have lost something or we're lacking. But we can use the upward emotions also to be mindful with, our joy, our happiness. When we start paying attention to those things, we get to, um, when we get to use our mindfulness to notice those things, we get to see how often they are actually playing out in our lives. And that's very joyful just in itself. And another way is our physical sensations. We can focus on our physical sensations. Again, we can have painful physical sensations or we can have uh, wonderful and joyful physical sensations. And we can focus our attention on them as they're happening. That can help bring us into the present moment. And this is often why you will hear that pain can be a doorway into the present moment because it's there. And if we can be with it in the present moment, it can really be helpful to cultivating our mindfulness, our awareness of what is. Another way that we can practice and to uh, how we can actually do mindfulness is to practice separating our thoughts from our emotions, from our physical sensations. We can begin to see those things as different baskets that we can throw in what's happening. Is that a thought? Is that an emotion? Or is that a physical sensation that I'm having? And by doing that, we're actually spending time with who we are and what's going on around us. Now, I had an interesting thing happen uh, last night that it made me realize how I was not being quite as aware as I thought I was. I had a little bit of an encounter. Let's say I had a couple of rather large encounters with a centipede. Now, living in Hawaii, centipede is not unusual, but they're still very... um disturbing. (laughs) You can look them up to see what they look like. This one was probably about a four inch centipede. Um, They get bigger and they actually have little tiny ones too that are, uh, but to be bit by one is very painful and you just, they look sort of scary. So when they're in your, your uh, area, it can feel 
uh, off-putting. So this happened, of course, at night. It was the last thing I was doing. I was getting ready to go to bed. Anyway, I won't get into the details, but I ran into a centipede in the bathroom. Like, oh, no. So I kind of did a little battle with him. I tried to get him, and he got away. And there, uh, there's a little bit of stuff going on around it, a little bit of screaming and eking. Hell, ah, uh, ah. Uh. But I put it to rest. I couldn't find him. He ended up going like under the, uh, uh, in an area that I couldn't get into and I couldn't poke at him to get him out. So I had to just let it be. So you have to go to sleep with the knowing that there's a centipede in the house and that's okay. I can do that. I've had to do it with cane spiders and other little gnarly things that are here. But in the middle of the night, I had to get up to use the bathroom and since I had had him in there earlier, I figured I had best turn the light on. And so usually I don't need to turn the light on. And I washed my hands and then I was using my little hand towel to dry my hands. And I caught something out of the corner of my eye only because I had the light on. And there was a centipede on my towel that was in my hand. So just a natural reaction. I flicked it off. He fell to the floor. We had another little chasing around in the bathroom. And um, I didn't catch him again, by the way. But what it made me realize was today, what every time I've gone into the bathroom now, uh, I, I make sure I turn the light on so I have the most amount of light in there. I'm watching where my feet are walking. I have such amazing awareness around my walking around in my bathroom because that's where he was. Well, he could be anywhere by now. I'm sure they seem to be able to crawl through any kind of crack available. But I have this, I noticed that because I was shining the light of awareness of where I was, where my feet were going, I'm looking at my towel before I dry my hands because I'm being aware of everything because I don't want to run into the centipede. And it, it made everything look different. That whole long story is to let you know that once you shine the light of awareness on anything, it's going to look different. My bathroom looks different. The towel looked different. Everything, because I was not just going through the motions, I was bringing the light of awareness to it, right? So that's why I got going on uh, this podcast for you today, because I want you to know that through mindfulness, you are shining the light of awareness on your life and your life is going to look different. Keep doing it. Keep shining that light of awareness through mindfulness and you are going to see things differently. So that's how I got to wanting to have this podcast with you today. But I want you to know, even those of us who have practiced for a long time, we can still come back to it and see, ah, I am going through the motions in a certain part of my life. Maybe I need to bring a little bit more awareness to this. And so getting back to what you can do, because uh, I'm sure you're not having a battle with a centipede, but when thoughts and emotions and physical sensations are not easily recognized, 
they may be confused with one another and it actually starts to cause anxiety, fear, and panic. So knowing what's going on with you, is it a uh, an emotion, a thought, or a physical sensation, knowing what things are can help to calm down your nervous system and keep you on even keel. In your meditation time this week, and if you aren't meditating yet, I hope that you will be giving it some consideration that you might be wanting to start. I'm going to be having more on uh, starting up meditation coming out soon, so hang in there with us, because if you have anxiety and panic and PTSD or phobias or just high stress, it's very difficult to just jump into any kind of meditation program. So we're going to be giving you a little bit more here on getting your own meditation going. But look up the other podcasts on meditation and let's get that started. And this week, use your time, a few moments of your time in meditation to notice or differentiate what is coming up for you. Is it a thought? Is it an emotion? Or is it a physical sensation? And all I want you to do is notice without any judgment and let it be and know that you're using your mindfulness practice to do that. You know, not too long ago, we did the mountain meditation here on the podcast. And remember, it's the mountain with the clouds passing by. You can see your thoughts, your emotions, and your physical sensations just as clouds simply passing by. Another visualization is sitting by a stream and uh, letting the water pass by as you're sitting on the edge of the stream and seeing perhaps a leaf falling into the water and it's slipping right by you. That can be your thought it can be your emotion or physical sensation and that it comes and it goes right by you. And you may have your own metaphor or visualization. And if you're keeping a journal, that might be a great place for you to be making notes or writing it out for future reference. Like I said, because you can come back to this journal in the future. Or if you do artwork, you can come back to your artwork in the future and look at it and see just like you were paddling out on that surfboard out to the horizon, sitting up and looking back at the shore. When you come back to your journal or you come back to your artwork, you get to see where, how far you have come. It's hard to tell where you're going when you're paddling toward the horizon. And that's what clearing anxiety panic can feel like sometimes. So once in a while, take a moment, sit up, turn that surfboard around, and just look at how far you have come from that shore. I'm so glad that I got to spend time with you today. Please remember to send us your questions uh, in an email to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. That's it for today's show. And now for today's quote. Today's quote is from Deepama. She says, mindfulness is the great vocation in life, which leads to the end of suffering. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. 
Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.